So Gunnar, what's going on? I uh, so I, I I got in on my flight landed late uh, last night, and uh, foolishly I had several meetings set up in the morning, which I slept through. Not proud of that, uh, but that was a <laughs> that was a nice way to start a very hectic day. Um, it was just kind of you know woke up with that like adrenaline panic because I'd missed those mm-hmm. meetings, and then oh, yeah. immediately got into a, uh, it was kind of a day where like every meeting was a new disaster. And had homework at the end. And so yeah. <laughs> kind of, um, I started answering the phone, you know, 911, what is your emergency? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was, I had one of those days. I had one of those wow. days. Wow. Yeah. I, I called 911 once mm-hmm. and um, a guy answered the phone, 911, how can I help you? And I thought it was like calling like a radio station by accident. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't funny, dude. And so, yeah. Yeah. But at least on, on the airplane, you could, uh, it's great to watch Netflix, isn't it? It is great to watch Netflix on an airplane. And so uh, I well, – <laughs> oh, so, so I got two stories in here. First is um, – uh, so first is that I'm watching uh, – or finished watching uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to strongly recommend it. It's uh, mm-hmm. X-Men meets Hitchhiker's Guide directed by Wes Anderson. Uh, mm. It's spectacular um, and and extremely in my demographic. Um, mm. Well – I'm watching this, and uh, and I thought of you because the uh, the twitchy dude next to me uh, takes a look at what I'm watching, and then with I have my earphones in, right? Like I'm watching I'm I'm watching my tablet here, and he nudges me, signals for me to take my earphones off, and he says, "Oh, you're watching it too." Like, yes, I'm watching it too. He's like, "I'm on episode nine. <laughs> I literally did it. I said, that's great. And then I put, the, and then I put my earphones back in. <laughs> I was such Aww. a, I was an ass, but, uh, in my defense, he was an ass. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, it was not great. No. <laughs> yeah. I hate that when it's like, somebody's like watching the show off of your tablet. You know, and it's like, <laughs> please really, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, uh, moral of the stories, uh, I can strongly recommend the series. It's totally worth the investment of time. Um, uh, Ellen Page uh, is in it, and she's great. Um, yeah. It's a fun story. Uh, lots of twists and turns. It's great. Yeah, totally bingeable. Hmm. Yeah, I saw it. Um, one of the things that I'll watch on airplanes is, like, stand-up comedy mm-hmm. because, you know, it's like I don't have to worry about some inappropriate scene being on and, you know, mm-hmm. you got to fast-forward or whatever mm-hmm. or, or avert your screen. Right. Um, and uh, – so the one I, I finished a little while ago, which was surprisingly good, was like there's an Adam Sandler stand-up comedy one. Okay. That you would think it's like, you know, the whole like, oh, it's Adam Sandler from like the 80s and it's like all the like high-pitched, like just mm-hmm. annoying stuff. And it's not like that at all. It was like mm-hmm. really good. Oh, okay. Well, great. So if, if, if you're annoyed by Adam Sandler, uh, watch this and I think you'll be pleased. Oh, okay, great. All right. I'll put yeah. that in the queue. Yep. Great. Well, all right. What do we get? To, what's on the what's on what's on the what's on our desk today? Yeah. So let's see if you could figure out the uh, theme here. So mm-hmm. we got uh, old school uh, propaganda optimization. Mm-hmm. We have uh, new school propaganda optimization. We have uh, new school ad experience optimization and new school new school email optimization. Oh, I like this. I'm looking forward to the email optimization. 
Yes. It's like we haven't had a good email session in a while, so I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to that one. That'd be good. Uh, Dave, so if folks want to, uh, um, if folks want some other Netflix recommendations, um, or if they want details about uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about on the show, what website shall they visit? They want to go to dgshow.org. So D's and Dave, G's and Gunner Show.org. Nice. You know what's on the cutting room floor this week? Nothing. 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 Yep. You know what? You know why? Lean. We don't care. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're running. We're running lean. Did it? There's no fat in this episode. It's all yeah. This is all muscle. This episode. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I understand that the uh, Chinese government has uh, licked this uh, smoking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So so have you ever heard of the uh, the program called Happy Quit? <laughs> No, no. There are several off-color jokes I have in the queue, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to them. Yeah, Go ahead. it sounds like it related to the day you had today. But yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so yeah, there's a new program out um, that uh, let's uh, let's see. Some uh, folks in China are trying to like smoking is a, a big problem in China. Where you know, remember when there was like smoking in the U.S. and then the, all the lawsuits and everything and and uh, um, so a lot of like Philip Morris and everybody, it's like, okay, that's fine. If we're seeing smoking decline in, uh, the United States, let's just find more smokers elsewhere. And sure. so it's like all over the place in China. Like mm -hmm. I, I remember being there in, um, like 1999 or so, and you would go into like a mall and it's like, you know how they have like the polo aisle of, mm -hmm. you know, in like Macy's and all that. Mm -hmm. They actually have like a Marlboro fashion aisle where, wow. you know, you get. Yeah, like the Marlboro, you know, polo shirts and stuff like that. Um, and the the guy on the you know uh, Marlboro man on his horse in the you know in the signage and everything. So, but anyhow, they're doing this clinical trial, and smokers uh, who agreed to join the cessation program were divided into three groups. Okay, so one received a high volume of cognitive behavioral therapy SMS messages. Um, so five a day. OK, mm -hmm. another uh, group got a lower volume of the same messages. So mm -hmm. only one one to three a week. And then the control group got no messages at all. OK. OK. And so it wound up that um, they were actually able to see a, um, uh, uh, a much better um, smoking cessation with the people that got texted the most mm -hmm. than the control group. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, because they also see this as like a lower cost way to do healthcare as well in terms of like if they could do this instead of like, uh, was it Chantix and, mm -hmm. you know, like nicotine gum and all that other stuff. Um, yeah, this is a way to help more people. Um, but do you think this is uh, the goal was uh, cigarette cessation or could this does this have other uses? No, listen. If you if you've uh, if you're good enough at propaganda that you can get somebody to quit with uh, text messages, um, then I feel like you've solved the problem, right? You can, mm -hmm. you can if you can get speaking as a former smoker, if you can get somebody to quit, you've uh, uh, that's about as good as it gets, right? In terms of uh, like uh, affecting people's behavior um, with information, um, and uh, it's what surprised me about this is that like it's such a blunt tool right um just like mm -hmm. a, a five relatively well-crafted messages a day um can affect your behavior and it makes me wonder obviously there are other uses for this uh for this approach uh which i'm sure the chinese government is thoroughly exploring um but the 
but it made me wonder what happens when there are not a team of psychologists behind the messages being received. Mm. And so I'm thinking about like the effects of reading Twitter every day, right? So if you're reading the same, uh, mm. you know, getting the same story yes. uh, from whatever, like Kamala your bubble, your yeah, filter from your bubble. filter bubble. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then uh, you get the, it's the same set of problems. And what if it's instead uh, a bunch of uh, wild eyed, Bernie Sanders supporters or wild-eyed Donald Trump supporters, and they're flooding the zone in Twitter or Facebook or whatever with a certain set of messages. Like, probably has the same effect, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, so, and even state governments that are building those bubbles and flooding them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, um, so it's 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 like one thing to have this be kind of curated by you know I always use this term, but like you know having it be curated by the organization that has a monopoly on violence. That has mm -hmm. that's one set of problems, but then what if it's just an unorganized, chaotic mob that's uh, that's sending these repetitive messages out to itself, right? Um, mm -hmm. the, the effect has to be the same, right? Because it, it doesn't matter how the messages was developed, the messages were developed. Um, it matters that they're being delivered, you know, three five times a day. Um, so anyway, got me thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the uh, season seven of Homeland? The latest one that's out? I did not. I, in fact, I haven't seen Homeland at all. Should I? Like ever? Ever. Never seen it. Oh, yeah. No, you should. You should. It's it's worth it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just uh, put something in uh, uh, Todoist uh, to uh, <laughs> listen uh, to, to check out season seven and refer back to this episode. Um, and so I don't want to spoil it for you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So be sure to check that out. So some other things that are going on is that um, there are, speaking of China, um, there is a uh, program that's going on in China that is um, they're putting loudspeakers up in these villages mm -hmm. and they're able to uh, share uh, an ideological message with all the villagers. Oh, that sounds handy. Yeah, yeah. So, like the story, it talks about you know there's this local farmer, and it's it's for him it's like great because he can be out in the field working you know and then it's broadcast at, at noon over lunchtime and he can hear the broadcast from the tower um, from the loudspeaker five kilometers away. <laughs> Man, <laughs> how would you like to live like next to the? Speakers. And, and maybe I read it wrong or it was translated weird, but yeah, yeah. So, and then the thing is that they talk about it is that uh, the one guy who's in charge of the radio station, he says that he doesn't have to monitor the broadcasting operations at the local station uh, because all the programs have been uploaded to the cloud and are played simultaneously. So um, <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about any sort of censorship because the, the content is already pre-approved. <laughs> So good deal so far, right? <laughs> yeah, it's extremely yeah. efficient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was saying, well, they were saying that, that TVs and smartphones have been the, the main tools for rural residents to get their information. But um, they think that, um, that the loudspeakers could actually be a better way to uh, deliver information, news, and also, uh, more importantly, government policies. Right. Yes, naturally. Yeah. And the station director, who probably has a, uh, a vested interest in seeing this uh, succeed, he said that more and more villagers uh, now on smartphones 
which may have a negative, which may have negative side effects, and some internet content needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> and I'm just the man to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a bold move, like uh, basically force feeding, right? Right. Yeah. Compared to like a radio mm-hmm. or a TV set, that it's like it's up to you to turn on. Yeah. Um, unless 1984, it turned on by itself. Um, the TV, but. Um, yeah. So you had that. And, you know, is this different from a propaganda standpoint from like, uh, church bells or like, uh, uh, Muslim call to prayer? Well, I think with, in the case of church bells, there's very little content is being transmitted. I mean, I, one of the, one of the things about church bells though, is that they do, um, kind of announce the dominion of the church over that village, mm-hmm. but it's not specific, right? It's not like, uh, it's, saying like hey now's the time to pray right or uh everybody come something's on fire right those are the kind of the two signals it can send um Mm -hmm. so not a lot of bandwidth so to speak um or maybe the time right if you're if they're if you're chiming on the hour but anyway um and then call to prayer is uh that has actual language in it right so it's like higher bandwidth but it's like a relatively prescribed set of language like it's the and it's the same message you know unerring you know five times a day for the last 2000 years um this in, in this case i'm trying to imagine like somebody putting on mark Marin and having it be loud enough that it could be heard five kilometers away and like everybody <laughs> has to listen to the mark Marin show like i don't know if that's a good idea <laughs> that's, right. i mean i'm yeah. not i'm not into that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's you can't where do you hide from that um, that's right well and you know what's yeah. also interesting is that this only works in an agrarian setting right can you imagine like uh, you need a different Beijing. tool for office workers, right? Because somebody right. eventually someone's gonna have to talk on the phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, not to be outdone, there there's um, there's a new app out. I don't know if you've installed it yet. Called uh, uh, I can't even pronounce it. Wuwei Guangzhou. Okay. Would you say that? That's how you'd pronounce it. Is it? So, yeah. I, I yeah. I have the faintest idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, 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 it's a brand new news and chat app that um, has uh, been developed uh, by the country's uh, top ideology officials in China. Oh, that's nice. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to hear what they, uh, what they have to, so like, what's the, is it popular? Oh, it's, it's on fire. It's, it's gone viral. Um, everybody's <laughs> installing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, but it's also a top down order. Uh, so they said that uh, many early users are party members uh, or work with uh, uh, China's giant state apparatus who were told to install the app. Yeah. And um, this is from TechCrunch uh, that that, um, you know, including like a public school principal, um, a director of a district party committee and a municipal government official. They all confirmed that everyone in their organizations uh, must download the app. And every now and then uh, users may get quizzed on relevant content. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great the app has like built-in quizzes yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's good that's yeah and efficient. there's there's more okay okay yeah so um the the other cool thing is that it has like a chat feature inside of it um that you could use to organize uh study sessions mm-hmm. yep and they also have a gamified loyalty program <laughs> I'll put loyalty in quotes, <laughs> loyalty program. Um, yeah, so uh, users, they get virtual points when they complete a task, such as a daily sign-in, uh, which I believe is expected. And and then um, 
since the registrations are on a real name basis, uh, their supervisors can check who in their organization haven't installed the apps. Um, so, yeah. I, so this, this is, a, this is pretty clever. And if you want to transmit, you know, uh, if you want people to be able to be conversant with uh, your party and government policy, this seems like a pretty effective tool. Like I can imagine the, I can imagine something very similar being rolled out in a company, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like make sure everyone understands the strategy and there's going to be pop quizzes and stuff like that. So it's, um, do you get the sense that it, at some point, it, like on some level, the Chinese government has to be, uh, kind of showing off. Right. <laughs> I mean, they can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it's the actual mechanics of this are not interesting. And like whether or not people actually get educated on, you know, the whatever the, the government policy is like, that's all fine. If that works, great. Um, mm -hmm. But more importantly, it's the constant reminder that we can make you do this. Yes. That seems yep. like that seems like the message. You might even yeah, say you might even say, yeah. Dave, that the medium is the message. Yes. Yeah. And and yeah. And also the you know factoring this into the social credit score too and yeah, you know sure. it's like oh hey it's like you can get that first class upgrade if you uh you know uh do your daily sign in and and mm -hmm. organize a study group you're flying first class you yeah know? yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah that's great yeah it's great all right well let's let's leave china go for a little bit yeah. um we'll talk about something else uh that's uh chilling um <laughs> so when i when i say advertising uh internet advertising mm -hmm. uh, companies to you what what's we're like the first couple companies that come to mind well you got your uh you got your google like right double clicks mm -hmm. right you got those, yep. those yep. folks um and then i also think about those uh those folks who do those uh uh like annoying nine boxes at the bottom of news articles Oh right, that like that push. Oh, here's related content that you may like. Yeah, like you wouldn't believe what celebrities aren't dead. Like that kind of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Why do you ask? Well, or and I was, you know, the other one would be Facebook. Right? Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, they're they're like big into ads, and the Facebook is actually gone. Um, you know, they can do ads that are off their site too. Um, but the other, the new one that's in the business now that. Like I didn't know about this as much until I read this article. Is that Amazon is like big into uh, advertising? Oh, I guess that makes sense. I mean, they they probably I mean they have some super valuable data, right? Yes. So not only do they know what your demographics are, but they know what your literally your buying preferences are mm -hmm. by you know your shopping behavior on the site. So like if you're like price conscious, they'll show you more about the reviews. Um, if you are more of an impulse buyer, it'll have the, it'll emphasize the click now sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Amazon's advertising business is worth $125 billion now. Holy cats. Yes. Yes. So more, so it's more than Nike, more than IBM. Wow. Yep. And, and so, um, so one of the things that they talked about in the, um, in the article is that there is a, a, a company called just the cheese, um, it's a, it's a brand run by, well, I guess it's a brand of cheese, uh, made by, uh, some company where they do these crunchy dried cheese bars and mm -hmm. they would sell them. So over three months, they showed the ads on websites 6 million times. They, it resulted in 22,000 clicks and out of the 22,000 clicks, they got 4,000 orders. Whoa. That's an, that's an unbelievable conversion rate. Yeah, 20%. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and and it's like you know the guy that that did it. He's like, yeah, this is amazing. This is the kind of powerful granularity for building target audiences that that only Amazon can give to you. Jeez. Yep. So you're, uh, it reminds me to tie this very loosely back to the, our previous conversation. Um, I remember when I was in D.C., I had a chance to uh, hear some national security guy talk about the um, the Chinese uh, Chinese activity in the in the Pacific, right? And he's talking mm -hmm. about like what the threat actually constitutes. And uh, this guy says something that really always stuck with me. He says um, everyone thinks about you know espionage. Uh, and they think about like secret plans being leaked, right? Or they, you know, think about like designs for a new weapon system being smuggled out of the country. And he says, you know, if China can get that stuff, they'll very happily go get it. But the thing that they're most interested in is they don't want to listen to our phone conversations. They don't want to read our emails. What they want to know is how much toilet paper we're shipping to Okinawa. In other mm. words, they want to know what we're doing, not what we're thinking. Yes. And the, yeah. what we're doing is way more interesting than what we're thinking. And so, mm -hmm. uh, on those grounds, like Amazon knows what we're doing, not just mm -hmm. what we're not just what we're clicking and what we're reading and all that other stuff. Like all that's kind of you can make useful inferences from it, but when you yes. have data about what people are, what their their revealed preferences, not just their stated preferences. Um, in other words, like what they're actually buying, I can imagine that being incredibely valuable to the tune of right. about one hundred twenty-five billion dollars. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like imagine, you know, your your stated preferences of you know, what, what your preferences are of, Oh, I'm a conservative or a progressive or whatever. And, and that's what you reveal on say Facebook in your profile. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there are your actual preferences in terms of like what you're buying. And that's what the advertisers really want to know. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and they said too, that the, I, and I could be wrong that these ads aren't necessarily just on the Amazon website. It's like, like on other websites as well. Right. That you visit. Right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> so it's, and that's just amazing too, of like Amazon going into like any efficient, any inefficient market and disrupting it. And you would think that Google would have had that wrapped up and what, why go there and why right. pick that fight? Right. And so it's like amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. Yep. So are you still a proficient inbox zero guy? I am very good at talking about it. Yes. Um, I am less good at, uh, I'm less good at actually doing it. I'm finding it increasingly difficult to do. Increasingly difficult yep. to do. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, cause well, go ahead. Well, no, I, um, and a lot of it is, um, for some reason lately, the emails that come in require, they require more than two minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I worked myself into, but you know how, uh, David Allen in getting things done talks about, uh, you need your inbox to be a place that your brain trusts mm -hmm. and I no longer trust my inbox. And so I get, so I find, I know that if I forward the email into the inbox, it's going to be on an inbox with like 120 other things. And I can never mm -hmm. quite clean out like my actual inbox in Todoist. And so I don't want to add to that pile. And so I have this like counterproductive behavior of now I have two inboxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, mm. not, yeah. and, and neither of which are getting to zero. Um, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm approaching, a, uh, I think I'm approaching a, a bankruptcy moment, but, um, yep. anyway, how about you? Are you, are you, you were, you were never quite an inbox zero kind of a person. 
Uh, I mean, I'm almost there actually where mm-hmm. it's like, and so like a lot of times I'll like, I'll delete messages and you know, it'll like, if I need it, it'll be in my trash for 30 days. And mm-hmm. it probably, if it's older than 30 days, I probably don't need it or I'll move it to a folder or, um, the other thing I snooze email a lot, which is great. Yes, and you know, great. so there's a lot of stuff I just want to get out of my immediate view mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to need it on Monday at 7 a.m. or something. So I'll just set it for that. And that, that works out well. Yeah. Um, but there's a, a a trend that, I don't know if it's a thing yet, but people are talking about it called uh, basically inbox infinity, where it's like you just <laughs> throw up your hands and say whatever. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's basically you let the email messages wash over you, responding to the ones you can, but ignoring the most. Yes. Yes. It, but ignoring most. And, um, but one of the things that I've, totally agree with in this article is that uh, they said that if if you like let's say there's an email that goes to like five people and you're one of them Mm -hmm. if you respond quickly then you get a reputation for being responsive and people end up sending you more messages which tends to feed on itself yeah yep yeah so and and so to me that's why i'm like i'll i'll put uh some latency in uh to uh let others uh help me out um, and answer questions or they could do it too. But, and have you ever got like the auto responders from people say, you know, whether it's like the, you, you, every time you send them an email, it's their email SLA, which I hate, um, of like, I will reply to you in 24 hours and this is my policy. And it's yes. like every email, you know? Yes. Um, but there's other ones that, you know, like they're saying like one guy, he, he met, set up his, uh, out of office, uh, that says permanently that says, I'm spending less time on my inbox to focus on, you know, his company and uh, with the team and investing on the weekends. Uh, if there's anything urgent uh, that's related to this company, feel free to reach out to and then contact of contact information of other people in the company. Right, right. It's which a, well, basically which is, gives a problem to somebody else. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, nice work if you can get it. Where, it, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I don't think you or I could get away with that particular message. Um, yes. I do, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm sympathetic to, I, yeah, I, it is, well, it's a problem. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated cultural, emotional problem, um, of how to manage this stuff. Cause like I get the SLA piece, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like an SLA is appropriate for folks like my boss, right? Yes. Like there's, if there's not an explicit SLA, there's a certainly an implicit SLA that I am actually not going to spend more than 12 hours. I'm not going to let more than 12 hours go by without responding to my boss's emails. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, in the middle of recording this, my boss's boss called (laughs) and I had to, and I I picked it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, we've talked about this before, how the your disposition on email matters. Uh, the context matters a lot and mm-hmm. like and the, who the recipient is matters a lot. And so that's, there are tools in Gmail for deciding, you know, who's important and who's not important and stuff like that. Oh, that's all, that's all handy. That's all useful. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know if just saying like, uh, email is not a thing that I do anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard several people describe it and none of them have responsibilities to teams in the way that you and I do. Right. Yes. Um, like easy to do if you're a professor. I, I presume. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. And I think that, um, 
you know, it's one of those do unto other things too, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like if you blow off emails, doesn't like I'm sort of paying it forward. Yeah. Of right. like yeah. in the hope that it's like when I email you, I expect you to email me back. And yeah. but if I blow you off, then you know, it's like I'm basically telling people it's okay to blow me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So which is not a powerful position to be in either way. But um but I did I did find there's like this middle ground uh mm-hmm. that they talk about. Um so there's another article I, I put in the show notes about how to spend less time on email every day. So I guess there was this this uh, company that, um, you know, they did all this research with people of like analyzing how much time they spend in their email boxes and um, filing emails and stuff like that. And um, so what they did was um, that basically you could cut the time you spend in email in half by following these principles. And mm-hmm. so they said that there's a, a data supported way to re- reduce the 2.6 daily hours that you spend on email without sacrificing effectiveness. And so basically um, by, with these findings um, um, and recommendations, um, here's what they said. So the findings were that people overcheck their email and that wastes 21 minutes a day. So basically you, you look at your email app to find no emails there, right? Yes. Um, Full inboxes waste 27 minutes per day. Um, using folders to organize and find emails waste 14 minutes per day. Uh, archiving emails into many folders uh, and using a mouse waits, wastes 11 minutes a day. So instead of using keyboard shortcuts. Mm-hmm. And then reading and processing irrelevant emails costs eight minutes per day. And they said that 62% of all email is not important and can be processed in bulk. So sixty-two percent. I, you know, those numbers are surprisingly low, at least from. I mean, I feel like if I've only spent, if I've only, <laughs> if if I've only overspent, if I if I've only spent twenty-one minutes a day overchecking email, that seems like a win, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, and and maybe this is the aggregate of like. Hmm you know, knowledge workers and, you know, where like if like in your case or my case where you spend a lot of time coordinating and communicating with people as opposed to like somebody's writing code all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the, the recommendations to cut it in half are to turn off notifications instead uh, and instead uh, check your email hourly, uh, move every email um, out of your inbox the first time you read it, uh, search Use the search functionality. So instead of like uh, uh, using folders and all that, that's better and easier to find stuff than using um, taking emails and putting them in folders. Um, use the shortcuts um, and you know like the keyboard shortcuts and archive your emails and avoid processing irrelevant or less important emails individually. So mm-hmm. I think that's the other part of like batching all the email. Uh, I, you know, I was eager, I was eager for this list and, uh, I'm not disappointed because, uh, I basically already do this. <laughs> um, this is, I mean, this is very much how I'm, how I'm operating and it's still, uh, and it's still too hard much. to get in. Yeah. It's still too much. Um, well, and yeah. And, uh, is it, yeah. And even like checking email hourly, it's like, you know, can you do it like twice a day? Right. Well, this, so this also gets to another thing, which is the email is a, at least for me, email 
is a symptom of the bigger problem, which is a symptom of several problems, I should say, uh, which is around like a having too much work to do in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, B uh, not having effective means of communicating status or progress. Mm -hmm. And so because there's no meet, for example, there would, because there's no meeting about this particular project on the books, that means that, uh, I now have to update six people individually on how it's going. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that, so that problem makes itself worse. Um, or it's stuff like, uh, people, one, one, uh, I have a lot of these emails in my inbox where people throw me a hairy, gnarly problem with insufficient context and are looking for a direct answer. Yes. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I don't even know, I don't even know what question I'm answering and I don't. And if I have to go do the homework on someone's behalf in order to answer their question, um, then it's going to take me a long time. Yeah. And is it, is it worth, you know, since they didn't do their homework, that is a lower priority thing. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Um, and it's not punitive. It's just practical. Like, Okay, right. well, like if I have to go spend a half hour like running this thing down to answer your question, like I'm, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> yeah, if you could go back with some with some <laughs> some newer and more innovative email management techniques, Dave, that would be great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, do you do the priority inbox? Uh. I do. I do. I didn't think it would be as useful as it was, but it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, even the the small task of taking somebody's email and marking it as not important is mm -hmm. just so satisfying. <laughs> even if just I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think that, that, no, that's an important tool. And, uh, and I do like I whenever I you know click in the Gmail whenever I like click over into social or click over into like forums or whatever I always think about you talking about hosing out your email because yeah. <laughs> like, that's very much the experience right just hosing it out get all those leaves yep. off the get all those leaves off the driveway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and it yeah it's like you're going through with a chainsaw and, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, no care and oh, this person sent me an email. Oh, how nice! <laughs> Back in the old days when it's like getting a letter. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's great. All right, so I guess if for people to go out now and install that uh, that propaganda app, uh, where do we need to send them? Oh yeah, um, uh, they should uh, they should conduct a little uh, criticism, self criticism. Um, they should think deeply about uh, how they are advancing uh, the goals and the key responsibilities of the party. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they should uh, visit uh, uh, dgshow.org. Uh, that's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Yep. Not necessarily in that order. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, thanks, Gunner. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everyone.